You're listening to. You're listening to. Let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and we're back. We took a little break, but we're finally back with a new episode. It's been what, like two, like two months, I would say. I think a month. No, our last episode was in January, and it's March. <gasps> Damn, it's yeah. been that long. It's been two months since, we, and we recorded in mid-January, so I think it's been about two months. This is definitely our longest break so far. Oh which, wow! Honestly, I enjoyed every second. I'm not even gonna lie, but I did miss um, creating the episodes and like seeing what people think and stuff. Yes, yes, it's always fun to like record and stuff. But I guess because like I've been doing nothing, True. that it just it literally feels like you miss I was it. not even that, but like I feel like. It hasn't been that long. I feel like it's been like a a month max. But uh-huh. like now that you told me, it was January. Shit, that's been a while. Yeah. Plus, I feel I remember we were talking about in like December, or January that you like more so look forward to it, because when you're not working through COVID and stuff, it's something to do, it's something to edit, it's something to work on. Yeah. Me, it's like even but you do the the hard part. You do the editing, which is harder. But um, yeah. Like we did miss you guys. We're back. Um, we have some stuff to discuss. We have some life updates to bring you guys and some topics, pop culture, stuff like that. Yes. Life updates. <laughs> so where, what do they know last? What, what was the last thing we've talked about? Our boyfriends, Our boyfriends were on the show. Our boyfriends were on the episode, yeah. Yeah, that happened. Um, shortly after that, Brenda had her birthday. Yes. Yes, I did. And then shortly after that, Ashley had her birthday. Mm-hmm. We're both in February. We're like, what, a week away from each other? Like so a week or two, two weeks. Yeah, so um, didn't do much, obviously, with COVID and all. I just got takeout and I chilled in my place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do yeah. anything. Mm. Nothing? No. We made dinner. We made food. We ate. And we, like, watched movies and chilled. We did something else. Yeah. This year was a weird year because there's literally, like, I'm so used to going out to, like, a nice dinner, like, being with my friends and Mm -hmm. doing stuff. And, like, there was just nothing. Like, even my friends were like, oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I just told my boyfriend, like, plan something, take care of that, and then we'll just do whatever he plans, which was just, like, a cute night in. He decorated the, the apartment and stuff. And then we had, what did we eat? Cactus Club? We had Cactus Club, and we watched The Bachelor, and we hung out, and I got my gifts. It was cute. It was really cute. Like, if anybody follows me on Instagram, you would have seen, like, a little surprise, but we didn't do anything, like... Yeah. And then I saw Monica, and then we... We didn't do anything either. We had a paint night. Yeah. It was chill. I I don't know. Like, I feel like I was very satisfied. Um, I don't feel like I'm missing out on like club life or party life or anything i was just like okay this is what i really wanted i didn't want a surprise party or anything i think the older you get too like these whole like party life vibes just go away Mm -hmm. like um normally if there wasn't covid i know for sure i probably would have done a dinner with a couple of friends because that's normally what i do do i'll Mm -hmm. go to like a restaurant um we went to hibachi like before covid because literally last year before covid we were able to celebrate. But then after that, it was complete it was lockdown right in before. March. So normally I would do that. This year we didn't, like, honestly, I didn't do much. We ate dinner here, watched movies, did gifts. I went to my aunt, actually, with my oh, family. Yeah. But again, like, we didn't do we didn't do much. I don't know. Usually I see my friends, but, like, this year, nada. 
Oh, I started my YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Yes, so yes. I finally started my YouTube channel. Started. Yes. Has she continued? I haven't seen much, but I mean, <laughs> she started. That's the hard part. Honestly, but this is, I knew that I wasn't going to be consistent on the YouTube as I want to be with the mm-hmm. podcast. And I've explained this to Ashley, too. It's just my attention span, my focus. Like, and now that I'm back at work, it's even it's hard. harder it's to really have hard. different platforms than work a full-time job mm-hmm. i'm slowly getting into the groove of things and it's been hard oh yeah she just went back to work she's been off this whole time um when did you start what like a couple of days ago i started on sunday this week yeah how has that been i don't think i've like actually really asked you because i've been in such a bad mood all week <laughs> so i just like didn't want to talk all week i don't know if you noticed but i'd be like how are you how's it good <laughs> <laughs> i'm used to it now though um it's it's different like i feel like the first lockdown was easier to get into the groove of things i feel like the second lockdown is more like it's just hard it's hard but it's the paychecks you know like those paychecks were nice and that's what keeps me going but any karens yet not yet thank goodness i pray that i don't get one and if you are a karen please stay away from my you know i'm nervous um uh, I haven't mentioned this on the podcast yet, but I'm looking for a job. I want to get like a little part time job and I'm nervous to deal with people like that again because like like I was telling you in the kitchen, I don't have patience and I feel like people are way worse than they were when I used yes. to work. Like now through COVID, there's all these like arrogant, annoying, obnoxious. yeah, like everyone's just on edge and the whole mask thing mm-hmm. and people can't hear and like I can't hear. It's just so much that I don't know if I'm prepared for because like I thought it was bad before, and now everyone's mad at the world, and I'm just like, can I really deal with that? So I'm really nervous about that. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Today, it was so funny because, okay, so today was the first day we actually opened to the public. Oh, yeah. And I was shook. Like, the first, like, the first 30 minutes before I, like, had to open the door, I was all nervous. I was like, oh, my God. And I was, like, doing a little internal prayer, like, please, Lord, Please, you know, put all the negativity away. Make sure you bring only positive people, happy people into the store today. Please, I do not want to deal with anything today. Today's my first day. Let it start well. Let it end well. And let everything run smoothly. Did the prayer work? It did. A couple of things went wrong. Like, my registers were giving me issues. And uh, we still have our Christmas music up because it wouldn't update. What the hell? Yes. That is really so weird. weird. Are you just hearing Jingle Bell while you're shopping? You didn't mute it? No, I'd rather no, that's it's awkward. worse. Yeah. I'd rather have Christmas music than silence. You don't have like you can't put like an ox in. No, I wish we could. I would have put a PG rated like radio station or that's something. So weird. Oh my god. But I mean, customer wise, we didn't get anybody crazy. Thank goodness. But that is definitely one of my biggest fears mm-hmm. now that I'm like back at work. Is it's just happen. having to deal with obnoxious and arrogant people like i can't they are everywhere and my patience now mm-hmm. so so low i don't even know how i'm gonna get back into like the workforce that's why like the workforce i'm acting <laughs> like i'm gonna be in like a military full-ass career no i just want like a coffee shop job like a barista job um but i hear there are a lot of karens in that um field of work because they're like oh you didn't put this you didn't put that it's too sweet you'll see this those type of people oh my god and i'm one of those type of people that's the worst part that i don't know i don't know i don't know how i'm gonna do it that's one thing i've always been told though like when you're working in like food or drinks you never fuck with employees because i don't fuck with employees i just like if it's wrong i'm gonna tell them 
Like, if I'm paying for something and I say, I want oat milk and you give me soy milk, I'm going to come back and be like, hi, I'm so sorry, but you actually gave me soy milk. No, but, like, yeah, that's okay. But, like, having a Karen at a coffee shop. Oh, or, that's crazy. Yeah, because, like, that person's making your food. You don't want to piss them off. I was reading these TikTok comments that actually made me laugh. It was, like, somebody was saying that their evil thing that they do at Starbucks, working at Starbucks, is that when they piss them off, they do, like, a bunch of extra things to the drink to make it taste the best that it's ever going to taste. And from then on, that person will never have that version of the drink ever again. So, like, for example, if they order a caramel macchiato, they're going to, like, add, like, toffee nut syrup or this or that to make it taste amazing. So that every time they order a caramel macchiato, they want it to taste like that, and it never will. I was like, that's evil in a, in a good way. And then there was a comment that another guy was like, if anybody pisses me off, I just give them decaf. <laughs> I saw that one. That's I saw smart. that one. That's I saw so that one. Smart. There was one too with milk. I think so too. Like, oh if they god. piss me off, I'm gonna give them like two percent milk or something. Oh my <laughs> god, that I would lose my shit if somebody did that to me. But yeah, the decaf one made me laugh because I was like, you know what? Like, that's smart. I would do that. I would 100 percent right? do that. And they but wouldn't like the know. other one. The other one's like secretly evil without getting bad karma. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. You're giving them a good drink, but now you're setting the bar like up here, and every time they order, it's gonna be down here, and they're never gonna get that drink again. I thought it was kind of genius. That is genius. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah, I guess those are our life updates. Oh, Valentine's Day was really good. This was my first Valentine's Day that I've ever spent with someone, and that was really good. It was like the perfect time. I mean, we didn't do much, but what else was there? What came after Valentine's Day? Family Day. <laughs> yeah this year's been dead nothing happened honestly i've been home and the thing is too like my car got messed up during this like second lockdown so i didn't even have like a car so i was literally home every single day no car no job (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was a day that brenda and i went to um niagara falls that was nice except i lost a fucking gift card to zara let's not mention that was 140 (laughs) dollars but it's fine it's fine um yeah we went to zara or zara we went shopping for like five minutes and then we went to tgi fridays and then we went home and the tgi friday burger was hella dry it looks so dry it looked like cardboard um yeah those are our life updates nothing's really happened we're in the middle of a pandemic there's not much let's talk about pop culture pop culture oh tell me about that okay so right now what's happening is david dobrik drama so anybody that's listening to this if you're like our age, you definitely know what's going on, unless you're Brenda. Um, so pretty much with David Dobrik, there was... I saw how he was very problematic. Like, I saw that episode with Frenemies and how uh, Trisha was saying how, like, he's just a very problematic person. No, 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 no. Oh, there's okay. so there's much more. more. Like, okay. right now, what he's under fire for is two things. So one of them being, like, the fact that when the black lives matter movement happened Mm -hmm. um one of the former vlog squad members came forward and discussed his experience with the vlog squad do you know what the vlog squad is so david Drobert. okay okay people yeah so he discussed his experience when he was a part of the vlog squad apparently there's a lot of microaggressive like racially charged jokes and like all these things that he agreed to at the time and now looking back he's like embarrassed and he felt like he was really pressured and he felt like he couldn't say no and so he was like the butt of the joke and it was all like black jokes he's a black guy so it was all very racist jokes that he agreed to. And so he was apologizing to the fans, but he was also like kind of putting David on blast for being like being behind it, really. And um, David never addressed it. He never apologized, never said anything like I think on his podcast, he might have like mentioned his old vlogs being offensive. I'm sorry about that, but he never apologized to Seth. So then 
Seth is the black guy. It's coming forward about more things. He's saying like David never issued me a, or, like a personal apology, blah, blah, blah. And then now what's happening is there's old videos coming up too of Seth, same guy. He got pranked by the vlog squad, David, um, into making out with a man, an old man, like a 60 year old man. And they pretty much tricked him into thinking he was about to make out with this like hot blonde girl with like big boobs. Oh, Corinna. I think I saw that. And then they swapped Corinna with Jason Nash, the old guy. And Seth made out with the old guy. And the whole point of this joke was like, oh, like it's going to be funny because Seth is from Compton, which is like one of the hoods in L.A. So like predominantly black area. So like obviously it's really going to affect him and blah, blah, blah. Like they really like fucked with him. And so now they're saying that he was sexually assaulted sorry not they but like seth is claiming he was sexually it was a form of sexual assault and like a lot of the fans are saying that too and it's just like really fucked up and um david is still not addressing it he's not saying anything like he's not saying sorry he's not saying anything he got his best friend his little bitch scotty to make a video defending david so scotty's literally defending david in the video and like david sent him footage to use in the video but david won't make a video do you know what i mean so, like, David sent a video to Scotty yeah. with receipts. like of For him to film. For so him to not- use in his video. But, like, mm. you had all the time to make receipts, but you can't just film your own video. I don't know. It's, it's very... And I'm I a David fan, so it's funny. I think it's whack. I've always heard that he's just been a problematic person. I remember with Trisha, she would even say, like, he would um, pressure her to do, like, threesomes. Yeah. And, like- but, no, but the thing is, Trisha hates David. He was actually never problematic until, like, this year which is crazy because trisha hates david she like do you know the drama the threesome drama yeah 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 so she hates him she hates him so anything trisha says about david is gonna be bad no matter what but before this he was like a flawless youtuber like no problems no nothing no drama never addressing things like he was like squeaky clean but everybody knew he'd be put on blast one day everybody knew it you're not no one's perfect but yeah that's the david drama so brenda didn't know it which i was really surprised at my thoughts on it are that whether David agrees on if it's sexual assault or not, he needs to address it. He needs to apologize. He needs to say something for like for every every part of it. Um, I don't know. It was wrong. It was weird. It's creepy. It's slimy. I don't know why Jason Nash is making out with younger guys. It's very weird. Pedos, I tell you. He's a weird guy. He's a weird guy. But yeah, that's that update. If you guys have any pop culture topics you want us to discuss, like send us like stories or um, things like that and we can like give our opinions on it. Yeah, I remember there was a couple things going on, but like they're so old now, yeah. like yeah. the whole drama with Meek Mill and Vanessa Bryant and like, but if there's anything new and you guys want to know our opinion on it or like you want us to pretty much what like Ashley said is talk about it, then let us know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we have some questions that were sent in via story a while back, and we're just going to go over those. So um, there are, like, topics and questions here that we're going to talk about. So the first one was somebody that said setting boundaries. So I don't know if there's something you want to say about that, but I guess she's asking, like, how do you set boundaries or just to talk about setting boundaries in general? So setting boundaries, before we, like, go too much into it, if anybody's curious, is, like, when you're in a relationship of any sort, whether it's platonic, um, romantic, you obviously want to set boundaries so like if you know if your partner knows that you hate a certain joke like if i hate when my partner talks about me eating too much then i'll set the boundary and be like listen like i don't like when you make those type of jokes or like if i don't like when he talks to me a certain way then i'll tell him like i don't like when you raise your tone like 
you have to set boundaries so that your partner knows what lines not to cross or your friend whoever if your friend's toxic and she's a hater like let her know like i don't like when you make those little digs at me and if you don't do this they're not going to know they're going to just keep crossing the line so you want them to like you want to be healthier you have to set boundaries yeah and it's important to do because then you won't get angry at the person often and like in general like it's a you need to do it like even when we moved in together we Mm -hmm. like set a bunch of boundaries for each other we told each other what we like what we don't like things that will piss us off so i know like certain things like number one like Ashley doesn't like repetitive noises so when i notice that i'm doing it i'm like oh oh, shit like i gotta Mm -hmm. stop and again it just avoids conflict it avoids issues like these are things that are important to bring up because it just avoids an issue or a Mm -hmm. fight that can eventually come up and okay so how would you say that somebody that doesn't know how to set boundaries can set boundaries like if they're scared or like if they just don't really know where to start um i think what's good is like after a while because i know this even happened with me and ashley like after a while just bring up like so how do you feel about like Mm -hmm. our living experience like is there something that pisses you off or okay it's been a year now like are there things that bother you or a year no, but that's just an example. Oh, I thought you were talking about us. No, no, no. Like, like, I'm huh? talking about, like, I'm talking about us, but, like, I'm yeah. also talking about, like, in general, like, if you're living with your significant other for a year, like, you know, it's that's what me and my boyfriend do. Usually, like, close to our anniversary, I'll be like, oh, we've been together for four years now. Like, mm-hmm. what are things that, like, you find, you know, that, that we can change or things that we need to, like, improve on, whether it be together or individually and like those are good topics to have every now and then mm-hmm. i feel like just opening the dialogue is important when you feel like it's something that needs to be discussed you just bring it up mm-hmm. and if they have nothing to tell you they have nothing to tell you but for the most part like just opening it up will make someone dig to find something and that will always improve it i feel like if you don't know how to set boundaries um sometimes it can come from like a lack of confidence i feel like some people are like they feel small or they feel insecure and they feel like they, they can't speak up for themselves and that's when it's like tough but i feel like it's for you and no one else is going to set the boundaries for you so you just kind of have to push through and do it i think another thing just like what you're talking about is like the thing too is like with boundaries if you don't mention them they're gonna probably tick you off eventually mm-hmm. like Over if it's time. if it's bothering you a little bit like with more time and not being able to tell the person that it bothers you it's gonna piss you off Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i think boundaries are always important like they're good to have they're just good to have and mention and talk about yeah okay the next question is what is the worst thing that someone's done to you people at work like karen's yeah like Mm. i think verbal abuse is probably the no think more personal think more personal that's like (laughs) anybody goes through that like what's a specific verbal abuse is hard what's a specific personal thing that like someone has done to you like an ex-friend an ex-partner i can't think of mine i'm gonna think of mine after yours (laughs) what has been the worst thing that someone's done to you i think the worst one was probably like the the, when i think back to one of my most angry times in my life i think it's those girls that accuse me of stealing their wallet Mm. like at that all-white party and they just happened to pin the missing wallet on the black girl. And then my, like, close, close friend at the time didn't defend me and, like, asked me not to confront them. I think that was the worst thing. Because between her being a, a shitty friend and them being racist as hell, like, and yeah. calling the cops on me and trying to search my bag, like, that's definitely, like, top three worst things. Because it was just, like, I just felt so low. Like, I felt so low and I was so angry. And I, it was just, it was fucked up. 
Yeah, I, like there's definitely been a lot of bad things, but that's the, that's the worst one. For me, I think the worst. I know, like I'm sure everyone goes through it, but I think it would have to be work because those were times where like people would actually make me cry. Like I'd mm-hmm. go to the back room and cry, or like I just feel like. What's the scenario though? Like people coming in and being Karens and calling me like stupid white bitch or <laughs> you're incompetent. White. People will say what they what? want to say. I'm telling you, yeah, I had I had someone call me stupid white bitch. And people saying how I'm incompetent or how stupid I am. Oh, Disgusting. you're such a bitch. Like, people will say nasty Why? Because you won't return their $3 socks? Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> exactly. Or they don't have a receipt, so, like, can't return it, and they'll just be like, what the fuck? But, nah, those were probably... And that's why, like, I just get so nervous now, like, with everything going on and COVID, like... That type of stuff just comes out more in people, mm-hmm. I think. It does. It does. Everyone's on edge. Yeah. Do and you have a temper at work? Like, do you snap back? No, I act smart with people. Like, I don't scream or anything. Like, I try mm-hmm. to keep my cool, and I just try to, like, make smart comments where I'm just like, no, 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 you didn't do that. Like, no, we we can't do that. Oh, you're, like, passive aggressive. Yeah. But I think those are probably the worst, the worst I can think of and the worst that, like, I've actually felt super emotional, and then there would be days that I'd finish work and I'd just be like, why am I still here? Why do I do this? Mm-hmm. Why am, why, why, why? I'm it's the worst. For that. Oh my God. I'm sure people who work in retail can relate because mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone has had a situation where they're just yeah, like, do I need this? Questioning yeah. if they want to continue in their yeah. job. Ugh, that is not promising. Um, <laughs> next question is, do you ever think you'll go back to university? I don't think so. Unless I win the lottery. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of disposable income and I don't want to work and I'm just going to like be a student and like have fun. Not have fun, <laughs> but like what I mean is like not have, what a, world? not have a like not have to worry about working, yeah. paying my bills and going to school. Yeah. Like that's hard because I remember when I was in school, I was working two jobs just to like make money for and my then tuition. And you have to study on top of that. And it was just so hard. Every semester I was just like, okay, just one more semester. Just one more semester. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. Because school is not just school. It's like a shit ton of studying. Most of the hours that go into school is not spent at school. It's spent at home, miserable as fuck, or at the library. Exactly. Yeah, school's not fun. I think I'll go back, though. (laughs) I think that, like, once I have money, like, a lot of money to just pay my own tuition fully and not have to take out loans and just, like, drop the money like that, I think I'll go back and do, like, half online, half in class, like, slowly finish just to get my like bachelor's degree and then like probably do nothing with it i just want to be educated like i want to continue my education because i already have like two and a half years into it Mm because like i did half of university so i feel like i may as well finish it make my parents proud do that and like move on i don't know it feels pointless but like if i have a shit ton of money then i'll do it yeah the thing is, too, I've always heard about that thing of where, where you feel like if you need to do something, you should do it because then it's just going to be a what if mm-hmm. through the rest of your life. And you're going to kind of feel regret like I should have just went with it and done it and yeah. listened to my instincts. So I'll definitely go to a different school, though, and I'll definitely take a program that I actually like because I hated yeah. my school with a passion and I hated my program even more. So I'll do something I like at a school that I like and then I think I'll have a better experience. But, yeah, I do think I'll go back. I probably will. I probably won't, unless I become a billionaire or I win the lottery. I don't think I'll go back. School's not fun. So the other question is, when you were a kid, what was a dream job of yours? YouTube and acting. Mm. 100%. I wanted to be a famous actress, 
um actress actor i don't know i wanted to be an actor i wanted to be a youtuber and um i'm a youtuber so that's kind of cool that was like my childhood dream as of like 11 years old 11 12 i was 12 years old 12 years old because that's when youtube started to come out when i was like a kid kid it was definitely just acting which is i don't know maybe i'll fulfill that one day i don't know i could see that i remember like as kids you liked performing i love performing which is weird because i have some fucking crazy anxiety and like i'm really shy but when i'm like on stage or like in an audition i kill it like i i excel it's so weird but um yeah i don't know maybe i'll try it one day i'll probably try it one day we'll see what about you when i was very very little i wanted to be cashier you know when you have those little cash registers mm-hmm. and you like the deed, 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 deed? I don't know. I was just so obsessed with the little noise. <laughs> but, like, grown me, like, matured maybe, like, in elementary school mm-hmm. me. I was probably – I know I wanted to be a lawyer. But I really? Only wanted, I only wanted to be a lawyer because I knew I made a lot of money. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I want something that makes me bank. And I knew I couldn't be a doctor because I cannot see blood and, like, sick people for the life of me. Like, mm-hmm. that shit makes me cringe. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be a lawyer. When did you realize that you didn't want to be a lawyer? (laughs) When I realized it was like five plus years of school and I was like, hell no. Oh my God, isn't it like 10 years? Probably. Oh my God. But they make good money. They make amazing money. And it's not even like, it's that type of job where it's like work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. Because like you literally just sit there and have to either lie or tell the truth and just like prove someone's like that they're that they're not exactly someone's innocent crazy i could never do that i could never i'm too emotional like i'd be too emotionally invested in the cases and like i could never do it but the people that do when i when i see a female say that she's a lawyer i'm like i'm so impressed i'm so impressed like i feel like not not to say that like men are more capable of doing it but i just love to see like females doing things like that like to see a woman that's did fucking 100,000 years of law school and like yeah. beat out all the men in her field because obviously every freaking field is male dominated and to see that like they can surpass that and like I just think it's so cool but um that was gonna be me could have been you <laughs> could have been you but that amount of schooling was not for Fuck me that, no. I think when I got to college that's when I realized I need to do something that's gonna you know I can have in the back pocket of mine mm-hmm. that's gonna be useful but that's gonna be quick but what's weird about like our diplomas is that that's why we did it yes but now when I look at like jobs or whatever I just think like it looks so silly to have that I did this program in college like and I graduated in 2015 like it feels like it's so long ago like I need to like further educate myself so I have something more recent you know what I mean yeah like it feels like yeah I have a business management diploma but it's from six years ago like does that count for anything I don't even know if that how it works does it yeah it feels like it doesn't because it just means that you're educated six years ago yeah but like i mean you could get stupider if you like hit your head get a concussion and you forget a bunch of shit but like for the most part like what you've learned through your life kind of carries on yeah with you you know like certain things like i hate accounting but trust me when i say i know what an income statement looks like or do you know how to balance it yeah really yeah you never heard the song debit debit to the left credit to the right yeah but if you told me i'm gonna pay you a hundred thousand dollars to balance this um statement i don't think i could do it and now we have TurboTax. we have a simple so honestly i don't have to balance i just put in the numbers and the computer does it for me and that's the thing too that's literally we educate ourselves but like realistically there's 
so many things now that like technology is so advanced and it's not that you don't need education but everything you're learning to do can technically at some point be self-taught to you oh 100 percent, 100 so it's kind of like it feels pointless you but education? it is valuable Val- education will always be valuable it's just hard to it stick is. through it is is there anything you regret in your life I'm a good believer in everything happens for a reason and yeah, yeah, no matter yeah. what you do. Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like that's a given. But like this, the question is, is there anything you regret? I feel like we should answer it even if like, because me saying I regret it doesn't necessarily mean I'll go back and I will actually change it. Mm-hmm. It just means like if I could have done things differently, I probably would have. For me, it was um, the classic, I wish I saved more money while I wasn't paying rent. Like I wish that I wasn't, part of me, thinks that like part of me is like i wish i saved more and i took advantage of not paying rent and living with my parents but the other part of me is like i'm also happy that i live my life because now that i am paying rent i can't do it the way that i used to so i'm like hmm, like you know what like at least i enjoyed it while i could because it would have it would have sucked if i just saved a bunch of money and then blown through it and rent in like a year and then like not had a good time when i was able to spend the money so I don't know, like I, that would probably be it. But like I said, I don't know. I don't know if it actually changed. I just regret it. I've noticed now too with quarantine, I try to look at everything in a different way. And like, it's kind of how you said, like you could have saved more money while you were at home, you know, had more money in, in your bank because you were living rent free. But at the same time, I see it as like, but would you have regretted it if you didn't live the life you lived and hoarded your money all yeah, the time? Yeah, I probably would have. I probably would have been like, shit like why didn't i buy those shoes while i could or why didn't i blah 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 while i could you know what i should probably say if anything i'm what i was gonna say is like i wish i traveled while i lived with them because Mm -hmm. um i could have easily spent the money but the reason why i didn't travel is because i have like no friends and the friend that i would have traveled with they didn't feel comfortable with me going they're strict parents so like i couldn't really travel like, I didn't really have a choice. Like, it was, like, I had the money. I wanted to go. I was ready. But there was no one to go with. And that's what fucking sucked. So, mm. yeah. Like, there's... So, traveling more then. Traveling more. But I also look back and I'm, like, did I really have a choice? No. That's mm. what sucks about having no friends. <laughs> I have friends, but I don't have enough. Like, I don't have, like... I don't know. Anyways, but um, what's your regret? My regret is not figuring out exactly what I wanted with my life. I was always the type to kind of just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I guess it's kind of okay just because I'm comfortable in my life. But when I was so young, like, it was easy to take risks. It was easy to have five yeah. jobs. It was easy to quit a job and start a new one. It was easy to, like, have more experience in, like, work fields and, like, jobs and not be so comfortable with security and so comfortable with, comfort yeah but you say this like it's too late like it's not like you're 42 with kids like you have nothing to lose like you're kind of still in the same position yes and no because now knowing you have a set income is definitely like it feels good but that's different like that's different that's more being comfortable that's not it's not like you need it do you know what i mean you still have the choice like, you can say, you like, this is just me, like, playing devil's advocate. <laughs> you can say you regret it, but, like, it's really you putting, like, a mental roadblock on it. Like, it's, like, a limiting belief because there's no real regret because you're in the same position and you still have the opportunity to change that. It's you making the choice not to, which is based off of fear, which is based off of stability. Yeah. 
So, I mean. I just have the regret of, like, being an overthinker and do and just letting things be okay and not always pushing for greater, I mm-hmm. guess. It's more so on myself. Like, I regret making myself feel that comfort and stability is okay. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who have kids, have a whole ass family, is a provider, and is okay with, like, jumping from job to job or jumping and taking risks, moving to Florida and trying a, a contract job, coming back after. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I just had more of that adventurous side to me. And Do you feel like it's too late? I mean, some would argue that you're still very young and you could still do that, but at the same time, I feel like it's also my mentality and where I am right now. I like the feeling of stability, especially when you're living on your own mm-hmm. and, you know, you have to really finance your life more, you know? You don't have the freedom of living off of $100 and being okay with it. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Okay. I'm not going to say everything I'm thinking. <laughs> Go say it. This is this is an open open podcast. I just feel like it it can't really be a real regret if I can change if it. If you can change it, you're still in on the same page. It's like me saying like I regret not working out while I was younger. But I'm still young. I can still work out. I'm still able-bodied. I can still go. Like I can't sit here and be like fat and be like, I wish I just worked out when I was 21. When I'm 25, 26 now, <laughs> and I can, I'm still in the same position. If, it's just an excuse. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, if I were to do that, you would sit here and be like, she's just making an excuse. Like, because you're still young. You don't have kids. You don't have anything crazy. Like, if you wanted to go back to your parents' house, you could. You can still change your life. You can still do what you want to do. If you don't want to do it, that's a different story. But, like, <laughs> you're going to look back when you're 35 at this moment I in think, time and be like, I regret not doing it when I was 26. I think my biggest, like... <laughs> sorry, 27. <laughs> you can say 26, it's fine. We can, we can let the whole world know I'm 26. I think my biggest fear is just, and I know this is dumb, people will argue, well, like, how can it be a fear if you don't know? And that's my thing is just someone over... You know how you're an overthinker with people around you? Mm-hmm. Like, you overthink that? That's me with myself. What if this? What if that? And I, th- that's the thing. Like, I have to get into the, the routine of just not thinking negatively and thinking, instead of thinking, like, what if this goes wrong? Be like, but what if it goes right? But what if, you know, yeah. I become a billionaire out of this decision? What if? That's the thing. Like, it, once you place those what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, like, I'd rather deal with um, those and, like, just, like, go all in and, like, maybe fail than deal with what if I had tried that when I was 25? Where would my life be? rather than like what if i do this like you still have the chance you don't want to be 40 and be like what if i just tried it like i hate my job like i wish i just seen what could have happened and like if you fail you fail it is what it is like you just move on and you keep going you try something different i mean like and i get in my head too it might not seem like it but with those things like you think it was easy to like just start all like start a whole new youtube channel when i have one going for me and just act like that one doesn't exist like it's not fucking easy i literally cried about it this morning i'm not even joking like, I don't see results half the time. I work my ass off, but it is what it is. Like, that's how you get to where you want to be. And I just feel like sometimes you just got to push through and eliminate the negative self-talk you have in your head because I have that talk in my head all the time, all the time. And, like, you know how you said, like, I get that with people. Like, I just have anxiety all around. 
like those thoughts are in my head but they're all just like limiting beliefs and you just have to power through them and i feel like i'd rather deal with those what ifs i don't i don't want to be on my deathbed thinking what if i made that youtube channel honestly just need a creator's mind i feel like creators are just such risk takers i don't know what it is about creators Not easy. i haven't met one creator that isn't willing to just lose it all just to fight for what they love but what to is do. there to lose though i don't know my <laughs> comfort my comfort is comfort worth it yes <laughs> i don't think so i like feeling comfy look at how i dress all the time true true <laughs> honestly like it it'd be different like i said like if if you said like i have my house to lose i have my kids futures to lose i have my health to lose because health costs a lot of money but we live in canada you don't have kids you don't have a home you know what i mean like, yeah no i know that's what, what i'm saying comfort? a lot of a lot of people will argue like why just why not just do it yeah and it's true i just i don't know what it is about me it's just i don't know i gotta go like it's fear i gotta talk to a psychiatrist <laughs> I gotta honestly open up. you just gotta you just gotta do it like you just gotta do it you just gotta make the decision you just gotta whatever it may be i don't even know what it is in particular like and that's the problem like i think that's another one of my fears is just like i don't know what i want to do and like the fear of thinking that this is what i want to do but then realizing it's not for me is like hard to take in but the more i'm working the more i realize like i hate working like i just hate working like I just don't mm -hmm. like Working to work. Sucks. I'd rather just do things and make money off of it. Like if I could learn stocks. So learn stocks. You can learn stocks. I know. You can learn stocks. You can day trade. You can do Forex. You can do like long term um, investments. You can. I know. That's the problem. That's, it's just you got, honestly it's starting doing and doing it and pushing through and motivating myself. That's. It's hard. Like, it's hard. I know I'm saying all this. Like, it's just the easiest fucking thing. I'm just saying this because I'm trying to motivate you. But, like, I do know that it's hard. It's not easy to get up and, like, actually do it. Because if it was, I would be trading stocks right now. I would be doing certain things that I've talked about wanting to do. It's not easy. But I feel like at least you have your foot in one door. you got to start somewhere. And, like, if that's YouTube, then that's YouTube. If that's the podcast, the podcast. But also, like, what if tomorrow I said to you, like, hey, I'm tired of the podcast. What would you do? I'd be like, no, you're not. What would you do if I was like set, set in my ways? Like, I'm done. Fuck this shit. I'd cry. I'd be like, wait, what? What action would you take? Would you find a new partner? Would you? I'd probably you find a new partner. Mm. I don't know about the solo podcast. I need someone who I can confine in and talk to and feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. I also need a techie person in that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you would definitely need. But it, it, for me, okay, this is my thing. This is a thing, and uh, and maybe this is also a reason why I feel I'm always comfortable and I like the feeling of comfort, is I like knowing that what I do helps another person. What you do also helps me. Even mm -hmm. going to the gym, like, it's easier for me to go to the gym when I have someone going yeah. to the gym with me because I'm seeing you sweat, you're seeing me sweat. We're talking while we're working. It doesn't feel like a workout. Same thing with a podcast. If you have someone, like, it's easier to get the conversation flowing. It it's easier to feel comfortable when you're working with someone who you feel comfortable with. It's easier to talk about things because you feed off of each other. You see growth within each other. When I feel down and I'm like, no, I don't want to record today. You're like, no, we're recording today. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. having that person, it's just, it just works. And it does. It does. It, it works way differently than it does solo. But I also think that, like, if that's what you're banking on, 
you have to realize that your success kind of lies in the hands of another person, which is terrifying. Because I could decide that tomorrow. I don't want to. I don't plan on that. But, like... Thank God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that could happen, and that's what's scary. Like, but that's also, I mean, that's a whole different topic. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah, we went, like, in on this question. But I'm happy we did. I'm happy we did. I just feel like it's definitely something you got to, like, reflect on if you're not happy with it. Yeah, for sure. I feel like during quarantine, though, that's another thing. Like, I've just realized certain things about myself and things that I need to improve on like internally Mm -hmm. in order to be a better person in my work a better person as a girlfriend like there's just so much that I need to work on to better myself and I started to realize that because the first lockdown I was living with my parents and I was Mm -hmm. actually so depressed that I wasn't working because I was like oh my god I was oh my god I was going crazy and then I got scared and why am I getting scared like I'm not paying rent versus when I was here living on my own I actually didn't feel as as scared Mm -hmm. but it's weird because I actually have bills to pay now but it was more so that I started to think of it as not like, oh, my God, why is this happening to me? But more so, you know what? Like, this is maybe something that I needed. Like, you know, things happen yeah. for a reason. And maybe, you know, the universe knew that I was just like really anxious, very stressed out. I needed time to reflect. I needed time to work on myself. I needed time to jog. I needed time to look at the, the you sky. You went for one jog. Now, yo, I was doing it for a good week. I was doing it for a good you week. You went for like four days. Five days. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. No, I agree, though. I always say it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Exactly. And that's just the way you got to look at things. Even in bad situations, like even me crying over this and that about my channels and blah, blah, blah. Like, I have to keep telling myself it's not happening to me happening for me there's a there's a plan there's something that's gonna happen like i'm building towards something so yeah if you ever are down or whatever guys just keep that in mind yep good things don't happen overnight you gotta work through it in order to see the sunshine you need to go through the rain wise words by dolly parton what okay i'm pretty sure she said on Hannah montana Really? So, yeah, I always think about that. You got to get to the sunshine and go through a little rain or something like that. I don't fucking know. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Speaking of that, do you feel like this is something that gets in the way of your happiness or something that, like, prevents you from achieving your goals? Yeah, it does. It just stops me from wanting to do what I feel like I need to do and things that I feel like will bring me happiness. But because mm-hmm. I'm so scared of taking that leap of chance. Mm-hmm. It's like a fear of failure. Yeah, you mentioned earlier that you want, like, a therapist or something, and in all seriousness, there is BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed personal therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as you would do with traditional therapy. And honestly, it's super great. It's available for individuals and couples so you can improve your own life or even start relationship counseling. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, plus financial aid is available. You can also log in at any time, which is great. That is amazing, Brenda. Visit trybetterhelp.com slash let's get real and join over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. That's betterhelp.com slash let's get real to get 10% off your first month. So somebody asked, do you take your boyfriends out on dates and do you like pay and treat them? Do you ever do that? 
Um, and I'm not talking, do you pay for food every now and then? I'm talking, do you take him out on dates? No. Wow. <laughs> Never? Uh, no, actually, no, I lied. But this is, like, for birthdays, we do it sometimes. Yeah, like, same. Yeah, for his birthday, <laughs> uh, when he went to Hibachi with his friends, like, I paid for his plate and, like, my plate. But it's yeah. usually, like, events. Like, I won't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling like, you know, we should go to Scatterbush. Oh, it's on me. Like, yeah, that never I don't. I've never. I think that's sweet. I think it's a sweet gesture. Um, I'm not saying I'll never do it. I think it's fine. But I just never done it. Like, yeah, I'm like you, like birthdays. I'll take care of his bill, whether it's us two, whether we're with a group of people like mm-hmm. that will be on me or like. I'll treat him to like Starbucks quite often or like little oh, things yeah. like that. I'll be like, oh, I'm going to get but your we're coffee. About dates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Sorry. I'm the one that said that too. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. If I'm being honest, like, I do think that like men deserve to get like spoiled sometimes, but I just haven't had the chance. I think now that I'm getting close, like, me and my boyfriend have dated for four years and it's starting to get to that point where I'm like, what do I get this man? Like, what do I do? I think as time goes by, I'll probably start doing that. Like, I'll just be like, oh, dinner's on me. Like, I'll yeah. get dinner. And just get a nice dinner instead of, like, wasting time searching for a gift he might not like. Exactly. Just get, like, a as, like $200 STK dinner or something. Yeah. Those are nice. But, yeah, overall, no, I haven't. Yeah. I don't. Same. <laughs> uh, next question. Someone said, how do you have more confidence? I think the biggest thing to have self-confidence is acceptance. You have to mm-hmm. accept what you are, who you are, what you bring, and you'll feel confident with yourself. Yeah, you have to because it's like you're in this body and that's not changing. You're yeah, not going to wake up in another body, in another life. Like you have to accept the life you've been given and go with it. And if there's something that you feel like you can't accept, then you need to learn to change it so that you can accept it and feel more I confident mean, like, about it. I mean, like, I can't change my big forehead. I just got to love it. <laughs> Like, I gotta, no, I gotta sure. just embrace it. There's certain just, things, like, you yeah. can't. But, like, if your weight is something you can't feel yeah. confident with, you can change that. If True. your education, you don't feel confident with it, you can go to school. Like, there's certain things, obviously, you can't change your eyes, you can't change your then toes. Then again, you know what? I did just see on TikTok that there's this girl that got forehead reduction surgery. You can change a lot of things, but let's be real. It's not, <laughs> let's get real. It's not in everyone's <laughs> budget, so... Um, you just have to embrace it. I feel like the first step is like someone like me. I used to always have bangs. I never exposed my forehead and I was so insecure. And then one day I'm just like, this shit's not going anywhere. And I started slicking my hair back. Even right now, my hair is completely slicked back and my whole forehead's exposed. And like, I don't think about it anymore. I don't feel away. I don't care. I don't. It's you just have to embrace it and understand like you're not changing. And whatever it is, if it's something you can change, like Brenda said, like put the work in go go get that bbl if you really feel like it's gonna <laughs> help like go work out go to school do what you need to do i think you have a beautiful forehead thank you i'm indifferent about it it's just there <laughs> like i'm not gonna lie to you and say i love my forehead but i also don't care i've seen worse i just like don't care it's just there it's not changing it's just like i used to hate how skinny i was but um i could either get thick or i can love my body and like i've learned to love my body and embrace it and like i really do love my body so it's just it's really interesting like another thing about confidence is um fake it till you make it and i used to hate (laughs) when people said that but it actually really helps when you do fake it for a while you kind of it's like affirmations you trick yourself into really believing it and eventually you become it so it's true it helps it's true that's what i do at my work all the time people Mm -hmm. always say how do you know how to do this i don't know i just pretend like i know what i'm doing but i don't know shit exactly and like 
I hope this never comes up, but like I am applying to barista jobs right now and my resume says that I worked at a cafe downtown and ask me if I worked at a cafe ever in my life. Nope. But I will walk in there and pretend to know how to calibrate the espresso machine. <laughs> I could be a reference. Yeah, I probably will use you, to be honest. Um, imagine, like, someone, I'm in an interview, and they're like, so what did you mean when you said this? And they play this clip in the interview. Oh, that'd be fun. I would laugh. I would just laugh. Yeah, fake it till you make it. That's been a long hell of an episode. I had fun. I wonder it's if it's going to be long, though. We've been recording for how long now? One hour and eight minutes, but it's probably going to be shorter. But it was a good one. I feel like yeah. we got deeper. Maybe it's the the vibe here. I like with the lights off. I like, I the like lights off. not knowing that we're recording because I can feel comfortable and like really get into my yeah, thoughts. Yeah, I like this a lot. I feel like I don't feel pressure to like make direct eye contact the whole time. I can just, my eyes can drift, which yeah. happens when I talk. I feel like. We have a good mood, guys. Like, we have, like, a pink glowy light. Um, purple. Pu- purple, sorry. It literally <laughs> looks pink. We have blue. We have fairy lights. We have couches. We have pillows. We had tea. Like, it's chill. So, I feel, like, I feel like we got really deep. Yeah. Let us know how you like the new setup. Um, we're definitely going to put some content out there and show you some videos and can see our faces. It's been two months. I know you miss us. I know, right? I miss you guys so much. All 100 of you just kidding (laughs) just kidding you know what we don't really know how many people consistently listen or subscribe no we do know how many people are subscribed now with the spotify analytics this was a this was a new episode guys we hope you liked it oh let us know what you think about the intro Ooh, yes we have a new intro shout out to shings yeah shingling made the intro um he killed it we killed it and we're excited so season three we're here we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll be back next monday bye, bye.